Yeah, we might as well. We will layer them all together. Yeah, because I can do that. Oh, really? Yeah. That's neat. <laughs> awesome. Hopefully one of these will work out well enough to cover for the others. Yeah. So, we left off in uh, Big Ben's, or Big Zen's warehouse. <clears throat> As you see, about half of the store is various forms of mild clothing and leather work and various, particularly various leather things that have been made, various tools or, uh, I'm just on the blank, various things that people need leather for. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very clear this is a, a, a jack-of-all-trades sort of offering. As approaching you is a large, kind of chubby, <laughs> Gray steel skin owning. He has three short horns in the front, and his hair is tied back into a low bun on the back as he walks up to you all. Hello. Welcome to Big Sims. Is there anything in particular you're looking for, Isaac? Meets, he's a little bit taller than you, a good, a good six, a good seven foot three, seven foot four or so. As he looks down at you and down at Yorick, for the first time in a while, you feel small around, around people. Is there anything I can help you? specialize in the larger folk of the world. I was happy to use my skills to benefit our kind. Clothes, yes. I have a hand at smithing. I could perhaps build a cage, but that would take time. I'm afraid I don't carry them regularly. Do you know anyone who does, perhaps? There are smiths who could make such a thing. Sounds a bit specific for someone to keep in stock. No pet stores around? I suppose I know an exotic pet, an exotic, I'm trying to find the words, an exotic What is it called for a collection? Menagerie. And I know for a local menagerie, maybe. They might be able to help you. Excellent. 
that address or directions? It's within the regal world. You might need more upper echelon time in order to enter. As for clothing, I'm happy to have. I have leathers, and I have various cloths, cottons, mostly. I have quite a few trades. He kind of pulls face, and he's got a tool belt. They see him pull out little little needles for for sewing and, and crocheting, as and then he pulls out. Which I mean, to Yorick, it's like this big, so they're massive. The big needles, as he also pulls out a broad or a thin knife. I use these tools of the trade as he puts them back. Is there anything particular you're looking for? We have our general selections of uh, plain tunics, of course, but if you're looking for anything in particular, I might be able to help. I liked that kilt idea. Mm -hmm. It was just too much. The other, the other one. Got, got any, got kilt? What'd you say, chaps? Chaps, please. Passless chaps. <laughs> he looks him over. Ah, going to be doing some riding, are you? <laughs> Long journey ahead. He kind of looks to you and walks over <laughs> as he takes down the various, he pulls out, uh, he can get you about anything you're like, sorry, I've got fake clatter. As York uh, requests a uh, thicker material, uh, I don't know, materials, a thick durable material of skirt, like a, like a double layer like thick. Yes. Thick. Thick skirt. It's made of thick. Yeah. It's a it's, it's not leather, but it's it's a name brand item. <laughs> T H I C C. Yeah, and so like it's it's like their own you know, proprietary blend of fibers, so we don't really know when it's it's thick. It's thick brand. Yeah. Thick, thick brand. material. Yeah. <laughs> Is this name brand? <laughs> <laughs> it's a name. <laughs> it's a brand, sir. He indeed has riding chaps. And uh, pulls out that basic, almost like burlap skirt. <laughs> Is there anything that you wanted clothes wise? You got to do a new jacket recently, but it's kind of small. Uh, I kind 
take the traps for nice. This one was mostly a joke. With the harness though. And I hand the guy back the traps and I say, Do you have any anything a little spicier dress wise? Maybe sandals. We're we're going to a, a party later. Kind of spicy. <laughs> what kind of party? Party question. Zen wants to come to this spicy party. Less fabric than usual, perhaps. Yeah. I see. So you're looking to show some skin. Yeah. Sure. Yes. I can reshape the basic. Won't be the nicest thing in the world, but I can go to specifics. For a customized outfit, for two customized outfits, we will say ten gold. References for these things. Sorry, I got coke in there. Okay. Let's knock a zero off of all of those prices I said at the other place. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. the really nice dress was like 50 gold towards 100 gold. Okay. No, that's what I said. I said, I didn't say 500. No, 500 was the nicest. Oh. So yeah, 50 gold. About, mm. Mm. Yeah, no. Because these clothes together, he turns and says, Three gold. Excellent. Would you like to give me any specifics or leave me to my work? Whatever you think would best suit my skin tone. Takes a moment and leaves in kind of like holds his hand up for a second just to check the difference in the, 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 the shiver. Mm. Yes. I believe I can work with this. And for my companion, perhaps I'm thinking a chest harness, maybe an open blouse kind of situation. I can, I can see this, yes. I'll have it done. At the end of the day, my shop closes near at sunset. Please be back before then. Yeah. Pull us to a food stall. A basic food stall, as you've seen, a handful, a, a couple of restaurants amongst the street. But you indeed do see a stall with um, that's, that's selling various bowls of food. 
weird and I like street food. Well, I mean, like, there's a place where you can go and sit and have a bowl of food, and there's also things that it's like, uh, so, what would be on a stick? <laughs> Fair food. Festival food. Festival hasn't quite started stick. yet. Darn. People are just setting up as it is still early in the morning. That's fair. Food on a stick, then. Anytime. <coughs> Something quick. There, there is a kebab stand. A small fire and grill that they're fanning out into the street for everyone to smell. This is great. Thank you. It takes a bite. Crap to you. Alright. I'm going to cut away from there for a bit. What does uh, Tobias do? I, when everybody else is heading out, I'm going to go to that uh, Tide Mother Church. Alright. See what this is all about. As you approach, it is... Um, give me an investigation check to figure out where it is. It's not hard, but just give me a check. Eight. All right. <laughs> you seem to be having a bit of a hard time. You're not super Wait, familiar. Wait, I can with add it. a die six to that. Okay. Twelve. That will do it. All right. You don't get lost, as you think to yourself. Surely it's by the sea. As you just make your way down the extensive docks. You make your way down. You eventually come to. A section appears where a building is built out on the water, floating in the sea. Wood base, stone built up, a one-floored monument, but large and spread out in a five-sided shape, almost like a fort. with various beautiful designs all along the side, paintings and, and uh, reliefs of waves and water, various sea creatures. As you find yourself at the front door, the open bifold doors that welcome to this temple, as you see within, you see various braziers burning in corners, as well as a massive pool in the center, a ring opening to the water below. I'm going to just bust on up in there like I own the place. Alright. Make your way up in. As you, where are you headed? What are you, what are you, what are you seeking to do? Mm, I don't know, I was just going to check it out. That guy was like, yo, I'm here to, to show you all religion and stuff. Come check it out. Alright. So I'm gonna come check it out. You said there's a pool? Mm-hmm. And it like goes down in the ocean? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go for a swim. Alright. Down in through the pool. As you approach the waters, are you just jumping in? Yeah, I just hop right on in. <laughs> As you walk forward, like ready to jump in, someone um, in a long, uh, deep blue robe places a hand on your shoulder, having walked and intercepted you, places a hand on your shoulder. Then they 
do like this, motioning towards your clothes. I'd take them all off, I guess. They're not. Even they the turn away. Uh, except for the hat. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of look at them like, eh? <laughs> they give a silent nod and wave their hand, welcoming you. As then they slow, a very soft voice they speak up into the mother's bosom. All right, now jump on in. Go for a swim. The water feels different. As you jump within, you can see around you. It's connected all around to the ocean itself, the seas, the bays. You see various creatures and animals swimming around. You can see below as it gets darker and murkier. It's not too far off, so but you can only see a good 10 feet down in the cloudy, active waters. But for some reason, this bit of water as you jump in feels different. Mm. Breathe, breathe it in real deep. This delicious, different taste. It indeed it. has a different flavor, still briny in the sea and salty, but pure. Something very new. Very unlike the waters that you've tasted and breathed before with your excellent hat. <laughs> Where's, uh, where's Barnabas going after he drops off Palowski? Well, he's going to try to find a tanner. A tanner? tanner. Alright. He goes, we're just trying to find tanner. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh... It's your name, tanner. <laughs> You're familiar with local stores. Yeah. The ones that you've done business with in the past. I'm going to go to the not-so-reputable one. Not that they don't do good work, but, you know, like, they're into some shady stuff. People with a good name, you know, yeah, like, don't want to be seen there. Yeah. So you wind up at Big Zen's warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Circle back. Just as you are about to walk out the door, having placed your order, you see, oh, what was it again? Ace? <laughs> Jefferson. Hello, crewmate. Yeah. Lovely to see that we are paths meet again in the city. Oh, right. Sorry, I just remembered something. <laughs> Don't worry. Yes. He goes back to looking at things. <laughs> <laughs> You see a familiar figure, a large silver gray, silver gray skinned Oni man. As you see him cutting along leathers uh, and uh, various piles of cloth around him as he's hard at work. <coughs> as he looks up to you, well, if it isn't the boy. I'm afraid I don't know what you mean. 
I've come here on legitimate business. He leans in across the table. Do you really think anyone's not going to recognize you? <laughs> I happen to have a 16-foot snakeskin that I need to be tanned into a workable leather. That's a lot of skin. It seems as though that is why I have brought it to you, sir. Par partner? <laughs> so, <clears throat> we're to do business. You want me to tan it? Am I just buying it? Or do you just want me to tan it? I only want your services of tanning. And discretion. Of course, of course. As he looks around, you see a couple other customers around, but they're on far ends, looking at various things. They don't seem to be over listening or nothing. Doings in. I can do discretion. Let's Thank you. Bring your material to the back. I'll have one of the boys grab it. I'll have that done. Thank you very much, sir. It has been a pleasure doing business. I didn't get your name. The smirks. I'm with the Sour Tide. Alright. Good enough for me. Said 16. I think it's actually 60. 60? Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a gargantuan snake. Yeah. That's a lot of. Okay. That is a lot of snake. I'll and Barney masterfully played it. 65. 60. <laughs> I may have <laughs> understated the size of this snake skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. He'll see it. And then will be paid. I guess, uh... Yeah, she didn't specify a price. No. <laughs> Based on reasonable pricing, For 60 you can definitely afford the service of tanning it. 
and um, you didn't specify how long it was going to take you. Yeah. Discretion. <laughs> Discretion overall. Alright. It's about that time as you turn back and start making your way out. You walk right beside Kaz and Yorick. As Yorick turns and starts following you. So what are we doing? Well, it appears I need a wig. I'm sorry, what? It appears, madam, that I need a wig. Okay? Uh, maybe Partner? a beard wig. Yes. All in one. Good price. Gotta be. But. I gotta go now. To go and get that. check as you start to try and figure out where that would be. Yeah. Investigation. Yeah, yeah, investigation. That one? No clue who sells wigs. Well, you know the, the people who have wigs, like theater people. Alright, I guess I'll I head to a theater. Yeah, I head to a theater. <laughs> <laughs> where are the band kids? You make your way through the town towards the theaters. You hear the various cries and calls of people starting to set up um, their uh, festivities. Various decorations hung around, various golden toads and, and uh, little character caricature like silhouettes of an angel with two different wings. Are there any frog masks? Yes, there are masks, most certainly. There's a golden toad mask. You make your way through. You see people criers and people calling out, selling toys and masks. And I definitely want to buy a frog mask. I'm not going to put it on right now. Simple enough. That'll just be one silver. There you are, Casual my friend. It. Gosh, could you tell me more about this festival that's going on, even though I may or may not know about it? I'm about to say, I'm sure you know all about the. The, the Golden Toad's annual return. Right, the Shining yes. Lord makes an appearance, and the uh, Golden Toad roams the streets. It's like gods amongst men, gods of revelry. Aha, aha, yippee. Indeed, every year they look forward to their return. Symbols of our history and culture. Goodbye. Uh, good, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> the parade should be tomorrow. I'm just walking away. <laughs> Thanks. You're familiar that this is not only a celebration of the almost worshipped as demigods that protect the city, but also a cultural celebration for the unique, light-hearted feel that is Alehaven. 
though the history is only a little under a hundred years old, it has been a tradition this entire time. As we come upon the 90th annual Gulf Toad March, this was probably the best or possibly worst time for us to come to town. For me, I guess I'm, I'm going to be searching around for someone that might be wearing a beard, a fake beard. Maybe doing a little skit in the street. You don't see any street performers that catch your eye that have beards. You right. see a very, you see a juggler, see a someone doing handstands and jumping on one hand, just various little feats of acrobatics or entertainment as people clap and throw a copper that way. I shuffle awkwardly close to them, as even if they're in a circle of people. A statue man <laughs> standing perfectly still. Point me in the direction of somewhere I might buy theatrical garb. <laughs> he stands on moving impressively. <laughs> For half I, a second, I you question if this is not a statue. No, this is a man. I pull out one copper piece. There's a small bucket in front of him. do the robot down and drop the copper <laughs> into his see, he a slight bow and his back to his frozen stance slightly different you were supposed to point <laughs> sir <laughs> sir sir <laughs> I'm like sir right in his face yes. as he's covered in this glimmering paint that makes him look like a silver statue. Sir, I don't understand your performance. <laughs> See, I've already paid you, yet I don't... <laughs> Surely you know the way. I love one invest that one investigation. <laughs> yeah, that's the silent guy. Who's next? The mine. <laughs> I guess so. As you stand there for a moment staring him down. I, Even impressive wait, wait. Give me a persuasion check. With disadvantage right now. Frozen, perfectly still. Sir, I want you to know that I will not forget this. <laughs> oh, shit. His eyes move as he turns and looks into your eyes. I'm still very close to you. I want you to know that I will not forget this moment. I will find you where you lie. <laughs> Man intimidation check. Flat. Six. <laughs> Plus intimidate. Ten. 
You hear him whisper through tight lips. Maybe a little more incentive. Where are my manners, sir? I reach into my pouch and I pull out one silver. And a robot again. He actually starts to somewhat mimic you. Roll a performance check to see who does it better. <laughs> As he starts to move, he kind of stops. As you bust it down, dropping the coin, I, I, he I stops. see him start the robot. And as you look back up and you finish your little performance, he lowers his arms, shakes his head, and points <laughs> in a general direction. <laughs> he done been had. Thank you, sir. He bows. <laughs> he indeed points you in the right direction <laughs> as you make your way through various stores and into the market. You pass by a few notable selections of various armors, weaponsmiths, bars, uh, magic emporium, uh, clothes stores. I guess I would stop by the magic you stop for a moment and you're like, wait a minute. Hmm. I don't recognize that one. Magic? That's new. Maybe another street performing, like a performance shop? You don't know. <laughs> you know that magicians are definitely a common art in this area. And as you make your way into the storefront, you look around. As you see on shelves behind glass various trinkets one case holds a variety of liquids and vials you see arrows drinks powders clothes fan, various items just straight spread, spread about with price tags alongside them as they sit on stands showing them inside of the display case. The prices ranging as you briefly search through, you see 25 gold, 50 gold, 120 gold, 2,000 gold. All kinds of prices. 6,000, one of the biggest that you see, the price catching your eyes. Whoa. You see inside <coughs> a little statuette, black, solid jet black and gleaming of, of, of a dragonfly. And it just says on the plaque, ebony fly, 5,000 gold or 6,000 gold. As you look around, there doesn't seem to be anyone immediately. Indeed, on the far end of the uh, open room, a uh, smaller, not necessarily tall building. You see it is one floor, a good eight foot up, as you see the walls just lined with these various cases. On the far end, a table 
uh, a desk with various papers and, uh, and a person. Well, actually, you don't see anyone there immediately. approach the counter, you hear from behind, <coughs> hello, someone there, hello, is someone there, I'm walking from the back room, a, uh, the door uh, opens as a short stone man with two what look almost like horns that were cut off at the base jetting backwards um, a rounded shaped head with these two horns sticking out of the back cut out of the base so you know it's more of like just a flat edge yeah. at the end of these vagues almost spikes of a stone man with perfectly round holes where, uh, of shadow where his eyes would be as he looks over to you. Morning. Hello, sir. I'm Mike. Hi, Mike. How can I help you? My friends call me Ace. Ace. It's good to meet you, Ace. It's nice to meet you as well, Mike. Odd little bow as he stretches both arms out and bends his rocky knees here as he gets back to his normal stance. I must be incredibly honest with you, friend. I plan to, during this festival, cheat on my wife. And I plan to do so using magic. And I wonder if you might help me. Perhaps look not like myself. <laughs> um I uh I It's a good story. Don't think I have anything that could help with that. 
Might you point me in the direction of a person that could help you with that, partner? I don't know about magic, but I, I'm not really sure who would be able to help with costumes. By golly, I thought this was a magic emporium. As he raises his arms to the various display boxes, all of it's magic. Unfortunately, I have nothing for disguise. My wares are limited. I get rare supplies, and some I make myself. And ties with the Guild of Knowledge. Well, I suppose that I have chosen the wrong establishment to look for a magical aid that I might use to cheat on my wife. <laughs> that is unfortunate. I will have to tell my friends who are also interested in cheating on their wife during this festival. <laughs> that the Magic Emporium is not the place to get their disguise potions. I can't really help hide you. The most I could offer is to help you find love. Z-Y's emotions and walks over. <laughs> it's I short, strong. So no disguise kits, just very small legs. Like, yeah. I, I have one filter of love. A uh, love potion, if you will. This Won't seems help. like it might aid me in finding the perfect person to cheat on my wife with. <laughs> <laughs> your purposes are your own. It's uh, 90 gold. 90 gold? Magic this is not cheap. feels like I've come into a scam warehouse. <laughs> you don't have any magical disguises in the magical emporium. And you're trying to rob me blind <laughs> with this love potion. <laughs> oh, I don't know that I can purchase any of these wares now that you've revealed to me the price of this love potion. I'm sorry to hear that. I suppose My... what I'm looking for is not love. <laughs> Perhaps not. <laughs> if you're looking for magic stuff other than that, I might be able to help in other ways. What kind of... How... I tell you, Mike, I've become frustrated. 
upon coming into this establishment. <laughs> and I thought for sure that I would come back the hero of my cheating on our wives community. <laughs> and bring the solution for this particular holiday. I wonder if perhaps I have given it too short of time as the festival begins to this night. Perhaps, perhaps so. <laughs> Do you feel as though anything in your establishment, other than this love potion, this very expensive love potion, might I add? My prices are reasonable. I believe you might, but like I said, I don't believe that I am looking for love. I have a family. I have a wife and two kids. But sometimes, Mike... <laughs> sometimes. Perhaps you don't understand. Do you think that anything in your store would help me to cheat on my wife? <laughs> Come on, Mike. Surely you got something to help <laughs> help this. Do you know of another magical emporium? No. Perhaps send me to your competitor, Mike. <laughs> Mike, I'm begging you. You need armor or arrows. I can help you. Oh. I'm afraid that disguises are not my specialty. Do you have a lot of business for armor and arrows in this town, Mike? Sailors need to protect themselves. I do a fair amount of business. I, think I do not hide that my products are high quality price. But my prices are reasonable. He points his stubby rock finger at you. <laughs> Mike, forgive me. It seems I've insulted you. But really, I think that you should look into supporting me and my community of men that like to cheat on their wives. <laughs> Sir, if I could help you, I'm not even sure I would. <laughs> well, I do not judge you, sir, or your gathering of like-minded men. <laughs> Sounding awful judgy here, Mike. <laughs> I simply don't think I have the product to help you. I'm sure you could find something, some sort of clothes or disguise, but not here. Fine, Mike. Thank you for being as patient as you could be, though I will, in fact, have to go and tell my friends that this is not the place to get anything. <laughs>
to cheat on your wife with. <laughs> I must let you know that. I suppose that's accurate. Farewell, Mike. Hope that we meet under better circumstances in the future. Agreed. Unless you would like to cheat on my wife with me. <laughs> I don't... Wait, you're... What? I'm afraid I do not have reproductive organs. I think that would throw a wrench in the machine there, wouldn't it, buddy? Well, adieu. behind you. Strange man. Worth a try, I guess. You can still check out the theater district. Yeah, I guess no I'll head, head towards the theater district. <laughs> Ask passerby, where might I find a good show to watch at this time? Perhaps Men with Beards. <laughs> Give me a persuasion check. Men with Beards, the musical. It's fair enough. Alright, you'll find a good show north of here. Three blocks, turn left. You'll find it near the... There'll be many performers out by the... 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 Theater. <laughs> I hear... They're going to be putting on a performance of manly men doing manly things, the musical. Ah, that sounds like something that I would be interested in. Thank you, kind sir. Barney rushes off towards the theater district. Make my way downtown. Walking Barney, thanks, well, just a second. Pulaski. You have finished reading up on your first subject. Do you wish to continue on another subject? Uh, You've already Google searched the deep one. Curses are another subject matter. Yeah, let's do... Well, we got already a curse, though, so it should be okay. No, I think... That was the main answer that he needed. Alright. Is the restricted section locked? Don't you have a library card? I don't think I have Cracker Jacks. Oh, uh, Charlemagne has it. Yep. You can, uh, give me a perception check as you look around. <coughs> <laughs> well, you don't see any like locked doors or specific sections that are locked off, but you do see a set of stairs that no one's going to and is roped off. <coughs> <coughs> so you assume that would be the restricted section. I cast invisibility. 
Alright, give me a stealth check as you cast invisibility. Look, look around. Great Muscana. Uh, ten. We'll be fine. So you cast a spell without being noticed. So now you are invisible, and it does not seem that anyone picked up on that. And as you look around, no one seems to have seen you. Yeah, I'm gonna peruse their uh, restricted section for a little bit. You can stealth check with advantage because you're invisible. Five and six. So one other ten. So you're moving moving through. You hear this strange swishing sound as you're making your way through. You're not sure exactly what it is, but you definitely hear a sound as you make your way through. After a moment of wandering down a hallway, you make your way up the stairs, and then you find yourself in another large, open, one big room lots of bookshelves stretching every direction forming a maze as you make your way down the first hall of of uh of bookshelves you hear someone coming your direction quickly you stand perfectly still up against the bookshelf yep <laughs> figure comes around the corner a person in robes this one However, has little shoulder pads and is holding a blade. And you see them looking around. Just stand there for a second looking at the stairs. Start to walk off. And you see them looking over their shoulder. Watching that area. for a little bit. <laughs> Alright, give it give it a bit of time. After a couple minutes he walks by again. A near shaved head, a trim cut all of, on their entire his entire head. As he walks by in his ropes and shoulder pads. His sword now in his sheath out to the side. As he kind of just stops and leans against the bookshelf at the end of the hallway. Looking around. Posts and uh, by the stairway. As you invisibly splayed out against this this bookshelf almost directly across from him. Staring directly at him. <laughs> You see him getting almost a little bored, his eyes trailing off as he's kind of daydreaming. Uh, let me check if Mage Hand has any verbal components. It is visible. The Mage Hand? Yep. <clears throat> Mage Hand is visible unless you are a arcane trickster rogue. I am not an arcane trickster. <laughs> well, I thought you took that level dip so you could have the invisible mage hand. Yeah, no. Specifically. For this situation, right here. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Nope, I guess I'll have to consider that at the next level. <laughs> 
I guess when it gets close to, if he stays longer than an hour, once it hits about 45 minute mark, uh, Plowski's gonna try and sneak by him. Take that as his uh, note to leave. Let me check with advantage. He seems to be staring directly at you. You quietly make your way, but his head does not turn as you make it past his vision and back down the stairs. Stick a little crocodile tongue out at him. As you find yourself at the bottom of the stairs once again. Check as you make your way through the library to the front door. One last one with the manager now. Yeah. Uh, 21. You are uninterrupted. You don't bump into anybody. There's very few patrons, but there are a few. But you make your way through. Who's at the you library? Comfortably get yourself that song. About a <laughs> couple scholars. So with the knowledge, uh, people don't really give that much of a shit about the best uh, fucking Alright. <laughs> you hear music filling the streets like you didn't earlier. As you now hear people playing music and smell of foods and sweets in the air. As the sounds of revelry are beginning to grow. Plowski has his answer, so he'll wander the streets for a bit and see if he can find the crew, and if not, head to uh, head to the sweep. Alright. Give me an investigation check as you wander through the streets trying to find your allies. Or perception, you're either crew choice. Uh, 13. <clears throat> Alright. Amongst the massive city, you weren't exactly told where everyone was going other than meeting up at the Golden Toad. Though you know that you think maybe another meeting point would be the ship, you're not sure 100%, but you do know that you were told that everyone was going to meet at the Golden Toad. Okay, then he'll go ahead and he'll probably explore a little bit and then head to the Golden Toad. Right. Walk while he mulls on what he's read. Spells to my spellbook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got one guy who's there. You could have snuck the other way and been past him. That's alright. An unfortunate start to that stealth journey. The journey is stealth. It wasn't an outright super bad, but it definitely he definitely beat it, but it would have just he would have put him on alert. Nope. You don't want to risk it. You heard your tail swishing on the concrete. <laughs> couple, couple thumps. <laughs> Knocked a book over. Yeah. Well, it wasn't so bad. Ten, there wasn't any direct sign you were there. He was just curious and checked out the area. And then posted up where he's supposed to be. Why don't they just make me illegal? As you make your way back in the general direction of the enormous glowing tower in the center of town, as it reaches about noon. I know this is Kaz, 
you and Yorick are separated from Barney as he makes his way out in the crowd. So, oh, that's right, we were going to get some food. Oh, yeah, the food on the stick, that's right. So, uh, I mean, Yorick's a big boy. He's probably already hungry again. What, uh, what were we thinking about doing? Who's the recipient? Uh, Miriam. She's a seamstress in the uh, An apprentice. <clears throat> Who did, where does she apprentice? Where does she apprentice? Uh, the gleaming thread. The gleaming thread. Should be simple enough. I would need some incentive. Of course, of course. I dig in my purse and uh, I give him ten gold. That's incentive. Does he you clank the coins in his hand, you see him smile? Oh yes. This will do. I will make sure Miriam, the golden thread, gets your letter. Jory. Jory. That's <laughs> Jory. Oh, fuck. This one has an accent mark and a J. 
Amongst the crowds heading down the pier, Charles or Oline, as it were. In fact, with that, you see Oline for just a moment. As your eyes kind of shift and you see Charles, like kind of poking through the illusion a little bit, as you're like, hmm. <laughs> as you see him walking out briskly towards the towards the, the sour tide, at least the direction that it's parked. Suddenly appear. Oh, oh! He's a good bit ahead of you as you're starting to make your way with him. It's quite a thick crowd, but you're making good pace as you're following along him. He's making his way through, and it's about this. It's about three quarters of the way down the docks that you can manage to. And give me an acrobatics check as you make your way through this heavy crowd, moving the opposite direction. As you're starting to hear explosions in the air behind you. You turn and you see the raining of color and fireworks. Celebrations beginning as everyone's rushing past you. Oh, you absolutely deft and deftly move right over and through them. You kind of push people aside a little, slide in between. You quickly make your way up as Charles saunters or quickly uh, jogs his way up towards the sour tide until eventually you come beside him and he looks over his shoulder. Oh! It's good to see you, Kaz. Have you enjoyed the city so far? I have. Have you given them the animal license yet? Yes, I have taken care of all the paperwork, and Arnie right now is working on sales of our cargo. Excellent. You might want to get somewhere where 
not that right? It seems to be wavering. It's not perfect, but we need a sharp eye to see through it. I suppose so. <laughs> Excellent. I'll have to keep you watching out. days at least. I've got a few, I've got a crew going on repairs. Hopefully the fudge won't take too long. I don't, I haven't talked with him. Maybe he's not doing repairs. Maybe he's, you know, celebrating like a rest. And, man, he would make it so much faster. He's so good at that. But we'll see. But, um, yes, at least a couple days to get the minor repairs in South Tide. The wherewood soul. She was much rougher after our recent incursions. Now there's no hope. At least I will always be able to remember her. Indeed, before everyone gathers in nightfall, I'll be gathering the sweet. But, um. Well, actually, no, I've already gotten the number. We're on the third floor. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Fifth floor in the XO suite. Excellent. Oh, yeah. If you want to spread that word, I might be a little late to the party, but everything should be there, full service that place. I guess I'm going to stop by the ship and drop off some of my less needed things. Just some I like. Charles walks like along with you as he, you all get up onto the ship. He's like, well, I will meet up with you later. As he wake, wakes his way into the captain's quarters and stops for a moment. You see him kind of look out. Shut the door. <clears throat> and drop off your supplies. What are you carrying with you? Um, I'm gonna fasten my knife Ooh. to me. Ooh. I'm gonna keep that. I'm gonna keep a if you'd like to put just like a little marker under what you're keeping with you. Yeah. Is there anything else that you're wanting to do? Not really. Okay. I think I'm good. Tobias, where, uh, where are you going once, or where are you staying longer at the temple amongst the Euphoric uh, waters. I'm gonna get back out of the water and like get dressed again. I'm gonna go look for some pies and ask for a blessing. And then, uh. Indeed, have, you can find you know, him. After all that wraps up, I'll be back up with you and go with everybody. 
you see as he takes water, pours a little on your head, and uh, says a few words before you make your way on with a blessing of the tide. Blessing of the tide, mother, with Always sail with her beneath. <laughs> Is there anywhere else that you would like to go? Barnabas, Ace, where are you off to? The theater district. Excellent. Still looking for a disguise. Um, but, I guess, are there any, uh, Stradiation kids? Indeed. You notice a few people as they, uh, few children uh, amongst the alleys and the offshoots, kind of hidden off to the side. Some of them more obvious than others, someone sitting on, uh, on a garbage bin as they're kind of just uh, holding a dagger. You then. Painting their nails. Garbage boy. <laughs> roughly, I'd say roughly 10 or so, as he looks up to you. Yeah, what? Would you like to make a hay penny now and a hay penny later after completing the task that I give to you? Make it two. That's two whole pennies. <laughs> two whole pennies. Alright. Fine. Can you deliver a message? How good is your brain? <laughs> My brain works fine. Can you deliver a message? Maybe. Who you delivered it to? I need you to go back to my ship and deliver a message to one of the deckhands. Alright. Are you ready to receive the message? Let's see us hear it. No, sir. Let us make an agreement. My hand is ready to be shaved. <laughs> he shakes your hand tentatively. Two. Quickly. Two pennies for a message delivered. One now, one when it's delivered. Okay. <laughs> Deal. Yeah, he's like, I rolled an insight. He's like, all right, this guy's not going to hurt me, but fucking weirdo. All right. I need you to tell the deckhand that we have a deal for the hide at Zen's discount. Big Barrel. Zen's warehouse. Big, Big Zen's warehouse. <laughs> and that it needs to be delivered. Alright. Big Zen's make the delivery. Of the hide. Of the of the hide. Kids was. Make a delivery of the hide. <laughs> Roy. That is all. I got it. Here's your penny. Takes it and runs off. Hell 
this turtle is so ineffective. <laughs> the squish. <laughs> All right, on my way. And you're off to the theater district? Yeah, still, still tramping to the theater district, trying to find me a beard wig. As you make your way through the streets, you eventually find yourself in a hoity-toity theater district. All right, all right. As you make your way through, you notice a guy on the side of the streets who's performing and after a moment, you realize his long, mop-like beard is fake. There's a guy with a fake beard. Finally. Hello, sir. <laughs> How much for the beard? <laughs> you see, you interrupt as you approach as he's in the middle of like a a monologue on the street talking as he's, oh, yes. the great shining one descended, saving us from the waters. As, as the great sea, the new sea, swept those impure away. Is he going to interrupt? What? Where'd you get I'm the beard? I'm in the middle of a performance, where, man. Where did you get the beard? I hand him a silver. <laughs> oh, uh, this? He, he like, kind of, like, pulls on these, like, Little loops that hold the beard on his up from his ears. He takes the silver kind of pockets it. What? What? You want a beard? I would like to cheat on my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that a beard might help me disguise myself from my wife if she happens to see me out on the town with my mistress. He looks down at the silver. Give me a. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. Seventeen. Here you go, man. Excellent. He holds it up. You... <laughs> he, he, he gets it. He's cheating on his wife. Mop <laughs> <laughs> beard, uh, sir. You also is... paid him like ten times the cost of a fake beard. So I mean, he's like, all right, here you go. Where did you get your disguisery? He points, there's a costume, there's several costume stores. Could you point me in the direction of the mid-range costume shop? <laughs> Just, uh, take a, take a ride at the corner, go down a couple blocks, it'll be, um, the modern illusion, the classic illusion. <laughs> Store names, bitches. Sir, what is your name? I am a local performer of some renown. I am a local performer of some renown. I am called Igor. Igor the performer. You, sir, are a gentleman and a scholar. 
and I would like to, at a later time, when I am not looking for a disguise to cheat on my wife, I would like to invite you to the group of men who enjoy cheating on their wives. Do you have a wife? No. Would you like to have a wife so you may cheat on her? <laughs> I don't know if that's quite for me. Well, I'll get you back one good my dog. Puts a hand on Ace. your shoulder, patting your shoulder. Ace bouncing out. Ace. Right. You make your way back and eat. Where was I in the monologue? <laughs> kind of feeling that is slightly a, a slight shadow of a beard <laughs> instead of the long moppy one he was wearing. <sighs> Whatever. Sober spies a few hours. <laughs> he starts walking off. <laughs> yes. It's gonna be empty now. <laughs> so, you wanting to go to the classic illusion? Not a mission. You can most certainly buy an outfit, uh, or they have a uh, theater kit. Yeah. The full theater kit. <laughs> Seems like something that I might have wanted to have long before this for my character. <laughs> Now that the opportunity has presented itself, twenty or thirty gold. I'll Imagine take one. Thirty gold, ma'am. You don't know how much you've helped me cheat on my wife. <laughs> what? Never mind. You <laughs> bought <laughs> thirty gold, and you now have a disguise kit. Nice. That's like makeups, fake beards, glasses, all kinds of stuff. Anything you need to disguise your face. Uh, not necessarily clothes, but just like. All the other things you need. All right, excellent. So now you have a disguise kit, which functions like a skill check, okay. but you're not necessarily proficient with it. But you do have one now, other than just a ragtag navy uniform. Okay. Yes. And you can get cheat on your wife. What are these for? What is this for? One is makeup. Changes skin tone. The <laughs> other is small fake hairs for thin beards. Excellent. Okay. How about maybe for my nose? There's fake noses in there as well. There it is. There's fake noses. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Again, you don't know how much you've helped me. Now we're all eating spaghetti. No. <laughs> while, while working together as a community of men to cheat on our wives. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Alright. Barney, as you're making your way toward, out of there, you see, as you're looking at your various things, as soon as you walk outside, figure leaned against the wall speaks to you. Didn't think I'd see you back. You have me mistaken, sir. This keeps happening to me. We'll get back to that. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Kaz, you're making your way towards the Golden Toad. Whenever you hear, hey, hey, 
the guy. Turning with this kid. In an alleyway. Waving his hand. We'll call him closer. You signal for him to come to you? He shakes his head violently. He kind of pulls something from his shirt as you see an envelope that he puts back. Waits for you to come over. He starts looking around. He looks anxious. Like pretty pebbles. This? I don't remember. Like, even like with the milk in it, like it smells like a bowl of pretty pebbles. I don't know. You look at the envelope, you see a familiar sigil. We're gonna pause for a minute. It is 8.30, my battery is almost dead. So, we've got about three hours of play right now. <coughs> He's got to head out about nine. Are we wanting to just do a shorter session, or are we wanting to continue a little bit more? I'm kind of getting eaten up by mosquitoes anyway. Yeah, I need to go. I'm like, start getting ready. Y'all want free to use the show as long as you need to, but I gotta. Sorry, this one was a whole bunch of uh, one-on-one, but everybody just scattered. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Big city. Yeah. Like children. Charles didn't stay around like a good parent to keep all the kids together. Yesterday, since uh, and Tobias were probably first the Golden Toad. Tastes nothing like how Probably playing a percussion board game of Rago. There had to be some plot somewhere. And if you guys want to do just some basic shopping, we can do some just like basic shopping and not have to go through all the descriptions and finding it and stuff. Oh no. But it's a big city. It is it's a big city, it's hard to find everything. Yeah, we're enjoying the not going into battle I didn't have to make a single attack roll yeah. or like make any kind of saves. Like that was, that was nice. <laughs> no, no, dread no, or fear. no yeah. risk of death. Yes. 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 You know, yeah. like it's only, it's inevitable. I, I, it's I, only I, a matter of time. I mean, this it, it's a pretty well like a like a swinging pendulum of like death session. Dicking around and talking to people session, death session. Yeah. Dicking yeah. around and talking to people yeah. session. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad everyone's had a good time that they their first half a day in Ale Haven.